Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Beginning here on Heavenward Thinking. Today we're moving on in Exodus. We're going to be in Exodus chapter 17. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 7. So I'll read it and we'll get right into this week's discussion. The whole Israelite community set out from the desert of Sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses replied, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What am I to do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go out in front of the people, take with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the place Massa and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled, and because they tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? So here we have another moment of weakness on the part of the Israelites, and we see God still showing his miraculous power and his awesome might for his people despite their complaining. Last week we talked about how they complained of not having food in this wilderness moment, this wilderness moment of weakness, where they cried out and were demanding that Moses give them something, and we saw that God... Despite the people's complaining, he still blessed his people with manna and with quail. He provided for them and met their needs. You would think that they would understand that by now. We have seen God do some pretty extraordinary things, not only just bringing them out of Egypt, but how he's already met their needs in the wilderness. So this isn't a new thing for them. And yet we see that they're camping out. They're following where the Lord's commanding them to go. That's fantastic. But then they camp somewhere where there's no water for the people to drink. And instead of trusting that, hey, the Lord's met our needs of hunger, somehow he's miraculously providing us this manna, which we can't explain. Uh, instead of thinking about that and, and trusting in God, having faith in their Lord, instead of doing that, they quarrel with Moses and said, give us water to drink. And so when Moses replies, why are you quarreling with me? Why are you putting the Lord to the test? The people don't take the hint. They don't take a moment to reflect. Instead, they just go on with the same drama queen ideology that they had in the last section. We saw that they were very dramatic, thinking that they had all this all this food and all this time to eat the food back in Egypt when they were slaves. That We saw that in the last chapter. Here, we see it says, Why did he bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? I mean, that's a very dramatic mm-hmm. sentence, a very dramatic question right there. Why do you bring us out here to die? Uh, They should know by now that Moses was not bringing them out of Egypt to die. God's miraculously saved them out of the hands of Pharaoh and his army that was racing after them and trying to bring them back as slaves. We've seen God rescue them from that. We've seen him provide water already. We've seen him provide food already. And so you would think that they would understand. God's provided everything that they need, just like he does in our lives, and yet they don't they don't trust him. And, and that's the same thing that we struggle with, I think, on a daily basis. God meets our needs. He provides us with food. He provides us with the finances we need, with shelter. He provides us with the people we need in our lives, the places we need to be. He provides us with all these amazing blessings and takes care of our needs and meets them continually and in unexplainable ways in many times. And yet we get into a certain situation that causes us to have a moment of doubt where we take our eyes off of God and we put our eyes on people. That's what they're doing in this section. Instead of focusing on God and trusting him, they look to Moses and they go, give us 
our water. Give us what we need. We need this. And so they take their eyes off of their Lord and they put their eyes on a person. And that's that's what we do. We take our eyes off of Jesus and we put our eyes somewhere else. It might be a person. We want someone to solve our problem. So we just turn to a person, maybe a friend, maybe a coworker, whatever it is in any situation. We turn to people. Sometimes we just turn to our finances and our, our checking accounts and our checkbooks and our wallets. Sometimes we turn to, it can be whatever it is, we turn away from God and we turn to other things. And that always leads us to problems and it leads us to complaining moments and it leads us to de- more doubt and, and we just get further and further away from God. And so we're, we're quite off track. And we will see that with the Israelites throughout the Old Testament. They were just like us. They They could see amazing things that God did. They could have a moment of faith, a moment of giving God the glory, giving him the credit, serving him faithfully, following his commands. We see here that they were at least following after wherever the Lord had commanded them to go, place to place. That was a good moment. But then very quickly after that, they have a bad moment. And so we can learn from the Israelites. I I think most of the time we look at the Old Testament and we go, these are some pretty dumb people or these people just didn't get it. And we make fun of them, but they're just like you and I. We do the same exact things that they did. We're no better off than, than they are because we look at, at them, we think it's crazy, yet in our own lives, we have a moment of weakness, and we completely turn away from God, and we're just as crazy as the Israelites were in this story. Yet we see continually the mercy of God, the patience of God, and how he is able to work despite the constant nagging of human beings. And we see that here. When Moses cries out to the Lord, and he says that the people are almost ready to stone him, and what in, what in the world is he going to do? The Lord gives him very specific instructions. He's supposed to go take the staff that he used to strike the Nile, and he's going to stand beside a rock, strike the rock, and water is going to come out for people to drink. Now, imagine being Moses in in this moment and being told, hey, take that staff in your hand, go whack a rock, and water is just going to miraculously appear for all these people. And there weren't just a few of them. There were very, very, very many of these people, an entire population of people. And and we see that Moses' reaction, very different than the Israelites' reaction, where they are doubting God. Moses does exactly what the Lord tells him to do. He does exactly what God tells him to do, and water comes out, and the people are able to quench their thirst, and God is able to meet their needs. So this section, although it is short, it gives us a very good glimpse of how we are to avoid living and how we should live. We want to avoid being like the people of Israel here in the section who complained instead of trusting in God, instead of living out their faith in the tough moments, getting through a moment of testing where where you have to actually have your faith uh, be exhibited in your life. We don't want to be like that. We want to be more like Moses, where when we have a moment of testing, when there is a a difficult situation in life, when we are in thirst of something, it doesn't have to be actual water, when we are looking for God to meet a need in our lives, whatever that may look like, we need to be like Moses and trust in the Lord. And when he tells us to do something, to do it. Because we, we see the difference here. It's night and day in this section, and yet in our own lives, we often get lost of what are we to do? How should we respond to a situation? Because it's so easy to be like the Israelites. It's so easy to complain and to lose faith when things get tough, when times are rough. It's easy to do that, but it is much better to be like Moses, where we trust in the Lord, have faith, 
cry out to him for the answers rather than other people or other things, but turn to the Lord and then do what he asks us to do and then trust that he is going to be faithful as he was in this section and as he is in each and every one of our lives. As always, join us next time for another episode of From the Beginning here on Heavenward Thinking.